Shout out to Bears. I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I'm Rebecca. And this is Out, Out of Tune. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are at episode 11, getting wow. deeper and deeper, not really that much, into those double digits. Almost. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, tuning today was brought to you by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Wow. And there's a lot of crazy, um, like, warming up, too, in the clip, which is always, Ooh. it makes my heart thump, and I miss it. <laughs> I miss yeah. that sound. So I included some of that in there yes. today as well. Well, today we thought we would talk about Clara Schumann. I think we all kind of love her admire her kind of want to be her i we stand clara we do oh yeah yeah definitely totally i mean how can you not she's an icon (laughs) um yeah go ahead erin i can go with the history um okay so she was born in leipzig in 1819 i thought also there's a lot of information on her like background in her personal life which i really enjoy yes please (laughs) okay so her mother was a famous singer classic she performed at the gewand house in leipzig Hmm. yeah Hmm. her parents divorced in 1825 so when she was six after her mother had an affair yes okay i thought that was interesting i was like it wasn't wasn't the dad it was the mom which like totally like rock on like do what you want to (laughs) do but I don't know. That just seems to not be the regular Normal. story. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I was also surprised that after um, they separate, she went to live with her father, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was also surprising Which, me. I guess these days, normally the mom gets full custody unless they did something really, really bad. Right. Yeah. But I guess back then, the man technically had more power. So that mm. role was totally switched, which is kind of weird. That's yeah, that's to weird think to about. think about. Yeah. Hmm. Because then he had uh, her whole like life career, musical career, mm-hmm. like planned. I think that's. I was thinking that maybe that's why he wanted yeah. her, right? Because the, yeah, the other brothers, sisters went with his with his uh, her mom. Mm-hmm. Well, already Clara's life. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, she was a child prodigy, obviously. Um, (laughs) Like Rebecca said, her dad kind of planned her whole career. Um, Her mother started teaching her piano at the age of four, and then her dad continued hour-long daily lessons after her mom moved out. She was required to practice for two hours a day, and she started piano, violin, theory, singing, composition, counterpoint, everything, (laughs) and her dad taught her using his own book which is i don't know how to say it in german but weich's piano education for a delicate touch and a singing sound wow he was really into his his own his own stuff (laughs) (laughs) well again she was having like one hour lessons from all of these subjects and guys i don't know six years old what i was doing i was probably trying to learn how to how do you say like when you want to jump the rope oh Isn't like jump rope? jumping rope jump rope yeah jumping rope that yeah. that was what i was learning <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely not counterpoint <laughs> no i mean i was playing violin but i when i was six but barely 
Like, yeah. not at all when you think about it. <laughs> I think I was probably learning Twinkle Twinkle by that time. <laughs> Something. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then later, when she was nine, that's when she made her debut at the Game on Toss, which is where her mom performed. So that's cute. That is cute. But side note, this is the same year that she met Robert Schumann, who was nine years older than her at 18. Wait. And he was... <laughs> whoa <laughs> wait <laughs> i didn't realize it was that early on yeah right? when she was nine so half his age he was 18 yeah yes <gasps> oh god can you imagine meeting somebody at nine can and you imagine thinking... meeting your wife when you're 18 and she's nine years old no no, <laughs> no that's I mean... a that's a no <laughs> yeah. uh okay yeah mm-hmm. i mean no, there's no excuse. My explanation is that it was a different time, but it's still no excuse. Yeah. But did did they already had like some romantic relationship at that time? I mean, she was a kid. No, no she, I hope it, not. It was maybe not possible. Maybe he just like admired her and was like, "I'll wait for you." Yeah. <laughs> well, it says he was so entranced by her playing that he dropped a law school to study piano with Clara's father, and he ended up renting a room in the house for a year for his studies. But I don't think anything, like... I don't think anything no, happened. happened but it's all. really weird. It's really weird. Also, it's wait. weird when we look back. But I think at that time, it was not... It was probably okay. Also, I didn't know that well, about Robert Schumann. That he started when he was 18. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't want to talk start? a lot about him, because that's not what our podcast is about. But wow. Did he start at 18? I think he was he already was doing something. And then at 18, he decided to... Yeah, like, law school. Go go for music. But I think he was already playing piano. Probably. Originally. Huh. Yeah. Well, we I don't think... care about him. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, we don't care about him. <laughs> move on. <laughs> we'll learn about him in history. <laughs> <laughs> and then she continued to like do tours. So... A big one was 1930, or, ooh, 1930, no, 1831 to 1832, 18, and she kind of made connections, got more famous, and then uh, in Vienna, they made a big point of this. Um, she had some recitals there from 1837 to 38, which kind of brought her into the world of Chopin, Liszt, Schubert, and everyone loved her. And she was named the Royal and Imperial Austrian Chamber Virtuoso, which is Austria's wow. highest musical honor. Wow. That's pretty cool. Wow, yeah. That's... And everything, like, there were no bad reviews that I, I mean, like, everybody at the time just loved her. Everything Yeah, I think they were just, like, in awe of her, right? I yeah. Have to, I have to say something for uh, pianist, women pianists. Y'all scare me. <laughs> in general, just all general. women pianists. Yeah, I kind of agree with this. Because you, I don't know, you have to have something else to, to be a performer, pianist. There's like, there's a fierceness. World. Yeah. Yes. Like, you have to be right? really fierce and like, I don't I mean, know. When you look <sighs> at, uh, oh, I just forgot, I had her name in my head, I just forgot. Is it Yuja Wang? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> I got that that woman she is incredible um i'm scared by her but also like entranced when i watch her it's like a mix of feelings yeah yes so i really admire you guys big big clap for you and like clara must have been the yuja of her time oh that's what i think when you look at her pictures 
sitting by the piano. She's she's such a diva, dear. Diva. That's totally what it is. Diva, <laughs> fierce. Like I totally. And they have she's every like right to be a diva. Rocking, yeah, she's like they really do. The stage. Mm-hmm. She's like, and the some things later. <laughs> so the piano is mine. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things later though that definitely like paint Clara to be mm-hmm. a diva. But we'll get to those yeah, later. Yeah. We'll get to those. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so then the middle part of her life is kind of dominated by Mr. Robert Schumann. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, not dominated in a bad way. It's interesting. It's <laughs> okay, take that back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rebecca and I made like the same face. We, oh, okay. like, we were just like, ugh, like, he dominated her day. life. Well, of course. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so yeah, Robert Schumann proposed to Clara when she turned 18. Also a little bit yikes. Like, okay, right? Yeah, Just as was, soon as he could. There was <laughs> like, all this situation like he, they were uh, fighting uh, right injustice to get to get there. Yeah, the yeah. So he proposed and she said yes, but her father, like, you have to ask the dad. Well, well uh... that's tradition anyway. You have to ask the dad to, for permission and Clara's father refused to give permission permission because he was he didn't like the idea, which like good on him. Yeah. Good on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Normally I feel like that's not how these things go. But no, usually it's just like, sure. Yeah. Good <laughs> <Cool>. match. <laughs> and there was like a list of like Clara's fathers gave gave her a list of reasons why he didn't want like oh, really? a relationship. Oh my god. Not a list, but like um Shun already had like um, problems with uh, alcohol and depression mm-hmm. and uh, like other stuff. Then we can see now on her in this phase of of her life that it was really on the way of her career. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they did get married. Uh, they sued her father and got married in 1840 when she was 21. Like, the judge granted them approval. Wow. And yeah, kind of like Rebecca said, um, they really liked each other. Like, they had a good marriage. They loved each other. They shared a journal together about their marriage. Just, like, they both wrote in it just to keep a memory of their marriage, which is super interesting in and of itself. Yeah. But she did also make more money than robert and handled all the financial issues of their household and organized all of her concert tours wow so she wow. was an independent woman she, yeah even though she was married she right. was independent yeah wow so it's interesting hmm. but wow. then yeah in 1954 most of us know i think Robert Schumann had a breakdown and attempted suicide, and then he was admitted into an asylum near Bonn. 1854, right? Oh my god, 1854. <laughs> I was like, wow, I had a Oh my god, he lived a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> There's like, a, there are like images. <laughs> god. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah. Uh, Clara wasn't allowed to visit because they thought it would be too much for him to handle to see his wife. I don't know why. Um, Until, like, right when he died. Then they let her visit. And he recognized her, but he couldn't speak, which is really sad. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. And during the time that Robert was in the asylum, though, 
Johannes Brahms. We'll talk. We'll get more into him in a bit. Johannes Brahms would <laughs> act as right like in. <laughs> a go between, though, between Clara and Robert. Like yeah. he, he'd be able to visit, so he'd tell Clara what's up, and he'd tell Robert what's up. He slid into the DMs. He was like, he hey. slid into the DMs. Wow. And uh, <laughs> him and Joseph Joachim, the violinist, mm-hmm. also just spent a lot of time with Clara because they were all really close. And Brahms wrote two pieces just yeah. for Clara. And Brahms was also really close with, with Joseph, though. Like, yeah. Like, really working relationship. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Um, and then after Robert's death, Clara became the single mom of seven children. Oh Wait, God. during all of this, she had seven kids? Yeah. Yes. Lord. So this is one of the things that made her life as a like a career musical life really complicated. Like, mm-hmm. she would always promote her husband first. And she loved to take tours, but he hated it. And when they, they would practice, he would, uh, he needed silence to practice. So she couldn't practice or just make any noise until he had finished and Ugh. then she would practice so mm. yeah it was after after his death she i think she she had a little bit more freedom on at least uh giving tours mm. maybe more creativity to, or to be yeah. creative a little bit more freedom yeah to, to have creative time wow mm-hmm. hmm. yeah that's interesting um, and she did go across Europe and tour with his music. Kind of, it's kind of sad. Yeah. What a good way to like mourn her husband, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Johannes Brahms. This is my favorite uh, music conspiracy theory. I love, <laughs> oh my God, it's kind of like a conspiracy. Okay, I love conspiracy theory podcasts. Not necessarily like I believe in them. Yeah. But I love listening to like, or learning about conspiracy theories and this is one of my favorites of like the juicy go ahead okay uh he was introduced to robert and clara by joseph joachim our man good wingman (laughs) um brahms played for them and they literally like called him god's gift to human like they loved brahms they loved him and he was like 20 at the time though so clara is I think 11 years older than Brahms at this time and already married and stuff and Brahms is 28 if you look at old pictures he's like he's pretty good looking he's no yeah I was about to say like really handsome and his pictures like he's kind of a stud like yeah he's like I'm I'm cool and I'm I'm good looking and I know it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and I think then and there he fell in love with Clara Schumann because it's they met in 19 no, oh my gosh, sorry, 1853, and then Robert died only three years later. So, like, between yeah. traveling and stuff, he spent, like, all of his free time with Clara and Robert and going back and forth and, you know. So, yeah. it's, they just got really close really fast, and they all really loved each other. And so, yeah. he was, you know, equally distressed when, like, Robert passed away. Mm-hmm. Totally. And Brahms and Clara formed... A connection 
that we're not sure if it was just a really, really close friendship or if it was romance at all. Something more. <laughs> Something more. But they wrote a lot of letters back and forth and you can actually buy them in two volumes. <laughs> I've thought about it, but I haven't done it. Oh, I'm so, I would wow. love to read. Like a hundred bucks. So. Wow. Oh. We'll save up. We'll all like pitch in. Yeah. <laughs> we can have a whole podcast just on the letters. Wow. Oh Reading them. <laughs> yeah and he addressed her my dearly beloved clara or my clara so cute and here's one of the i'll, I'll just read a couple of the letters so this Please. is from from brahms to clara clara dear clara i feel ever more happy and peaceful in my love for you every time i miss you more but i long for you almost with joy that is how it is and I knew the feeling already, but never quite so warm as it is now. <laughs> that is heart. what it is. Oh my god. That's love. <laughs> That's love. Oh my god. And there's gosh. more. There's more. Oh. But wait, I feel like there's more. <laughs> yeah, there really is. Um, he wrote more sappy than Clara, which I think is cute. And okay, here's another one. My beloved Clara. I wish I could write to you as tenderly as I love you and tell you all the good things with Ooh, all the good things. Hold on. Ah, okay. There we go. And tell you all the good things that I wish you. You are so infinitely dear to me, dearer than I can say. I should like to spend the whole day calling you endearing names and paying you compliments without ever being satisfied. These are juicy. Oh my I gosh. Know. I didn't realize they would be that like my open. beloved. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he very he didn't try to hide that at all. No, he was like, I'm I'm letting you know how I feel. Yeah. He, he wasn't playing games. Take Definitely notes. Not. Take notes, man. Yeah, take, you know, really take notes. This is like their text. This is like their text messaging all yeah. the time. Literally. Oh my so yeah. they're just Brum is just like putting all of their well i guess it's just because of you know how captivating clara was i think there's mm -hmm, a lot of right? there's a lot of different oh I, I don't have any sources to back this up but a lot of the stuff that i've read like what we were talking about before is like everyone loved her so like yeah no surprise that brahms was also like i love this girl it's like right? one of the one of the one of the guys that loved her right yeah yeah one of my favorite things about Clara or that I've come across in research researching her is also the kind of the diva attitude but also that she her insults to established male composers yeah are incredible <laughs> and let me just read to you one of my favorite ones um so this is about uh Wagner's Tristan and Isolde the ever famous you know, drama, opera, right? And she wrote, it was the most repugnant thing I have ever seen or heard in all my life. <laughs> and also, that just, it makes me feel good inside to read that. You know, it just, mm -hmm. it just warms my heart. She also wrote um, about his other opera, Tannhauser. <laughs> and she observed that Wagner went through the whole gamut of abominations. <laughs> so oh my she, god. She really did not like Wagner. And you know like what? Either. I don't like him either. So <laughs> I'm right with you, Clara. <laughs> and then um, I know Hebeka was mentioning uh, this one before a little bit. 
Or actually, no. I uh, the one I have is about Berlioz. Oh. He like visited their uh the Schumann house, and she wrote about the visit and like described how it was. And he she wrote he was unwell. Nevertheless, he could have behaved in a more friendly and sincere manner if his soul were truly inspired by art. <gasps> Oh, that is such a deep insult. <laughs> like, oh my god. I want to read her entire like journals, just all of them. Yeah. Because they all of those insults are just so good. <laughs> um, but then there was one about list that I don't have at the moment. But I think Habeka maybe had it yeah. at one point yeah. or she you know about it? I am not I don't have all the details. I remember it was, uh, I heard it in my story class, history class, and uh, they were invited to a dinner in Liz's house, but it was after a uh, recital of his. And you guys know Liz, so he was yeah. like two hours late. Oh and he came gosh. with all these all this women with him, and he didn't like even care. He got there like, hi guys, yay, let's party. And then Clara was like, this it was the most repugnant, repugnant thing that I've ever, I've ever experienced. She was like, oh. oh my gosh. She was so mad that she had to wait for, for him to like get dinner. I mean, also, but yeah, how rude. Like, that is too, actually rude. That's yeah. very rude. rude. Um, I have one about list. <laughs> uh, and she was, I don't know, I don't know what, what the context is about but this is a quote from one of her, her diary entries, right? And she said, of list, he has the decline of the piano on his conscience. Hmm. Like, <laughs> he has the decline, like, I guess, like, his compositions are, like, not great and was, like, the the genre <gasps> of piano compositions. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Oh, my decline God. decline of the piano on his conscience. And I mean, just, like, wow. Like, like that's that's yeah. that's that's a huge that's a huge insult it so is. um anyway and, i just had to mention those because yeah they're iconic <laughs> they are really yeah yeah and there's a lot more um in their their letters right i mean mm-hmm. we're, we're only t- touching the base mm-hmm. yeah she also wrote a lot about um conductors who had bad rehearsal technique <laughs> i don't have examples but i know i read about it she was like wow. they think that it's just a running at piece and that's the rehearsal but it sounds like crap pretty well, much it seems like oh a lot God. of these people were just like i mean i mean they're all men obviously mm-hmm. but they're just like relying on their reputation and uh, their success like and she's like no that's not good enough like you have to be a decent person as well yeah 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 wow. love her and oh i agree God. So, question for you guys. Yeah. Did you study her in undergrad music history? Like, did you? Was it like a like a day like in a music survey course, music history survey course? No. Really, no. it was for me. We really spent like yeah. We spent wow. like one day on her, and I think the piece that we listened to her was her piano trio. I think it's oh. an A minor. Yeah, and it's a gorgeous piece. Like it, honestly. I, I know it's another female composer who also wrote a piano trio, but it reminds me of Amy Beach's piano oh, trio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suggest you guys 
was wow. it. it's so beautiful and to our listeners please check i mean all of her work but what i was also thinking when we decided that we were going to focus on clara i that's the only piece i know or that that came to mind or i was like okay yeah she wrote the piano trio i'm like ugh, bad mm. on me like i should i should know more by her so i'm gonna make yeah. it my little project this weekend i guess yeah to, to listen to more of her yeah for me too i don't really know much about her works yeah mm. well i do know that there are two movies about her so guys oh, if really? you have any plans during this winter break just get her your family i don't know just kidding i'm not sure <laughs> about what the movies exactly are or how how, are, how is the tone of the movie but one of them is dreaming from 1944 and the other one it's beloved clara from 2008 that one's gotta be about Brahms and Clara <laughs> beloved Clara right wait let me look it up so the second one uh, it is a German movie I'm not sure where you can find it but yes hmm. these are the suggestions from we from podcast to you guys <laughs> love I'm gonna have to check them out. This sounds yes, German. I mean, subtitles are a thing. Oh yeah. Oh, did it's you look Clara it up? Schumann. <laughs> yeah, the cover has Clara Schumann on it in the middle, and then what looks like probably Robert, and then like Brahms in the background. It looks like one of those like <laughs> bad. Oh my gosh! Oh, my I'm screaming your from your oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to listen. I or I want to watch it now. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Yeah, I'm interested. Like, what does the outside world think about all this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Oh, I love. Okay, so I'm going to listen to a bunch of her compositions, and then I'm going to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Hey. Sounds like a great weekend to me. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> that's a great plan. Well, should we move on? To the yeah, okay. Sure. okay. Well, um, so... We are, this is the last day, actually, of finals. No, is it? Or Yes. Yeah, Should it's the last, last, day. last day of finals week. We wow. made it, you guys. Yay. The entire wow. first, I like, what? How, how did this happen? Um, wow. Yeah, so I guess my question to you guys is, what's something that you are proud of that you did this semester or that you accomplished this semester? And maybe what's something that, you want to do next semester like what's something that you want to accomplish or a goal you have for next semester good question pretty open-ended whatever you want to say <laughs> i didn't have to be like yeah do this or the yeah that <laughs> yeah i want to work on my intonation <laughs> oh god yeah, no. I, play, I play really out of tune <laughs> I well i did do that i think for me i don't know i this is sounds really small but I want to say how I balanced everything this semester it's not like one specific thing that I'm proud of or that I feel like I accomplished but I am happy that I was able to be successful in my classes practice what I need to do and with the hybrid model that UMass had for the department of music so I'm mm -hmm. pr I'm proud of this accomplishment that I was able to, for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, uh, maybe like ninety eight percent, 
yeah balance everything and still stay on top of stuff and not not fall behind in anything so I think I think that's my accomplishment for yeah. myself personally yeah that's really good something small but I don't agree it's such a huge accomplishment Aww. I mean it's really hard <laughs> to keep balance it's it's really something else yeah it was I to me it was tough your mind this this semester was like the most difficult in in balance wise I thought last year was awful <laughs> and that was not that was a piece of cake so um yeah that's uh, maybe one thing I want to do next semester I want to play more chamber music oh I do I want to do I mean Habeka and I are going to be doing a violin suite which I'm very excited for yes. oh. and it's gonna it's gonna be on our recitals yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, Moskowski uh, is that how you say it Moskowski Moskowski suite number two or no it's not it's no no it's not sweet number two it's sweet for two violins <laughs> yeah um so we're gonna do that i'm very excited i already have the music and um yeah so that's definitely gonna be happening and then we'll see from there but um yeah i want to do more chamber music for sure it's so heartwarming i know <laughs> i'm so excited yeah yeah okay I guess, I don't know, for me, mine's not, like, music-related. I guess one music thing I will say is I'm mm. happy that I did the Shostakovich viola sonata, and I got yes. to, like, play it in full, because, I don't know, I did, that's not something I thought I was going to do, and we prepared it, like, super yeah, late. Yeah, like, started in October with Gabriel, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were, like, <laughs> it was, like, less than a month out that he was, like, hey, uh, do you want to do this recital with me? And I was, like... Oh, sure. It's going to take a lot of energy. I and love. I yeah, you I sounded amazing on the on the recital. Yeah. yeah. It was just fun. I'm glad I got to do that. And then, but non-music, like, I'm really proud of, like, some personal mental health accomplishments. I've finally mm. been able to, like, figure some of this stuff out that I've been dealing with forever and ever and ever. And just to, like be in a better more healthy place has helped so much to deal with everything that's been going on and even just I've noticed myself I'm like a more confident person and I've made choices that are good for me rather than choices that I feel like I have to make because people are pressuring me to mm -hmm. like that's just you know I never would have thought like six months ago that I'd be saying that like wow. never ever ever I was in such a different place yeah that's huge yeah so yeah. I'm really happy about that that's yeah, awesome yeah and then for next semester what I want to work on is I think just my my anxiety because while like a lot of stuff has cleared up I'm realizing I just haven't like when I do get really anxious it's really bad so I want to be able to find a way to tackle that because it's like interesting because it's not like performance anxiety or anything like that or even like if I have to write a big paper and I haven't started it I don't really get anxious about that but, but when there are like personal issues in my life and I get anxious I like it, you know I just got to find healthy ways to manage that yeah I totally because I that. still haven't yeah. so that's my goal for next semester that's awesome yeah I love all of that 
Also, you mentioning the paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have... not, it wasn't even that one. It was oh, a different one. I, but... haven't, I haven't started my paper yet. So. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Last day of finals. Here we are. Well. <laughs> well, I think... What was the question again? Something <laughs> something you're proud of that you that you accomplished this semester and then what you want to do next semester. Oh, yes. So when you actually said this that we were going to uh talk about this when you first proposed this topic i was really i was not happy i was like oh i have to think <laughs> i have and to talk about myself i oh, i have to think <laughs> and i i i was thinking really hard right now and i and then I, i just realized how hard it is to find something good about us so you guys you listeners Try to find something that you are proud of yourself this semester and really uh, make sure, like, claim it. And, mm. and yeah, you, you deserve it. Tap your back. You did a great <laughs> job this semester. So, okay, mine, I, did, I didn't, I really didn't think I would survive this semester with the violin tech class so Aww. i'm really Aww. happy we i could i could finish that yeah um, it was such a crazy semester with all the online stuff and transferring everything into moodle but um i'm happy that we could have a good, good time i think we we had a good time and the students also learned something so It was something that I I can say that I am proud of myself. Ooh. Totally, Rebecca. That's a huge Aww. accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. I could Me never have taught it remote teaching people who've never touched a violin before. Violin. Never. Could never. One thing that I, I remember that I had in my mind almost every day, because sometimes it, it might feel so overwhelming with everything that we have to do. But every day I would just like focus, what do I have to do today? And just focus on the moment. It really helped me to go through. I think that's how I went through mm. the the whole class situation. Well, for next semester, I really hope I can balance better my time and my energy. Because I can say that I survived this semester, guys. But... I don't know how much of me is left right now. <laughs> totally. I mean, I am here, but maybe just 20% is alive. <laughs> so Yeah, I think we all need a break. Yes, yeah. for sure. Burnt uh, out. <laughs> burnt out. We all need to rest. Mm -hmm. And that leads to our second favorite question of the day i'm already <gasps> gonna say it Ooh, oh my gosh our portuguese word of word of the, of the day is descanso what descanso 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 yeah there we go Once you did the conducting, I was like, oh, so, so clear. <laughs> What does that mean? Just to rest. Oh, oh I love that. So it's resting. Descanso. Descanso. To take a break. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that word. 
Yeah. Ah, that's very nice. It's what I think it's what we all need right now. After uh, claiming and acknowledging how or the things that we we are proud of ourselves, you can just tap your back and discuss our. I love that you're. I just love that you're our cheerleader. I just makes me (laughs) so happy. Oh my gosh! Well, leads to our favorite question of the week: How was your tuning? Yeah, mine was super weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I guess it was good. (sighs) To this week was like a very pensive week, I'll say. Um, so I'll give it like a six out of ten. Mm. Yeah, like it was a it was a good week, but it's kind of like a week where I'm just trying to get to next week, <laughs> if you know what I mean. No, I totally. I was just about to say I feel kind of like I'm in limbo. Like yeah. this isn't like a real week. Like it's fake. Yeah, like it's a it's fake week. Counting. Like it yeah. doesn't count. Totally. I think yeah. for me, um, I don't. Well. First off, I had uh, a final exam this past Wednesday that was a mock oral exam. And isn't that just absolutely hysterical Um, that I had to then study for another oral exam when I've already done my real one in November, like the beginning of November. So then I also put it off. I really put it off to like the two days before, like Monday and Tuesday. I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to study um but i was able to like some of the the things or uh, stuff that i focused on was just related to what i did with my like real oral exam but i was also just like can i be exempt like mm-hmm. but obviously i can't um but i was yeah so but i passed yay Ooh. so that was very exciting and i was like thank god i got that out of the way yeah um but then also, yeah, this week is really strange. I feel like I'm, like, waiting for something to happen. But also, like, what am I waiting for? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, limbo, kind of. I don't have a schedule. I'm also home now in Florida, which is great. I'm glad to be home. But, yeah, it's a very strange... It's weird, like you said. It was a weird week. So I'm also going to mm-hmm. go with a 6 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Wow. <gasps> Maybe we can get 6, 6, 6. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm awful. You know well, what to do. I have to agree with both of you. <laughs> it was such a weird week. And now that you like, th- now that you guys put it out there, I also feel that I was waiting for something. But what? What was I waiting for? I don't know. It was a very non-schedule week <laughs> and very lonely week, reg- like related to not having classes or not seeing anyone i didn't i didn't think i would miss zoom but i think i kind of missed just having the schedule of meeting people yeah so when i had acupuncture this week it was the first time that i actually saw someone Mm. like outside home and Mm. i was really happy yesterday and today was uh, of course we have our podcast so it always brightens up my week same I think, well, I was planning to give it a, what what number did I give last week? I think it was a three. I think it was yeah. a three, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with a four. Okay. Okay. That's improvement. Yes. That is improvement. 
We're Maybe always that. excited for any improvement. Any improvement is an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. We'll love that. Well, <laughs> that brings us to the end of our 11th episode. Ooh, so crazy. So crazy. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for always listening. And thank you for you that always follows us on our instagram our facebook thank you so much yeah this has been an exciting journey for sure Mm -hmm. but yeah as always thank you so much for listening be sure to tune in each saturday for a new episode and this has been out Out of tune on zoom (laughs) Bye. bye bye